We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part of work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hello, everybody. My name is John Rampton with another episode of Marketing Nerds. Today, we are joined by Ira Cates from 360i. How's it going? Uh, very, very, very good. I, I'm having fun here in Vegas, uh, out here actually celebrating a first year anniversary with my wife. And, oh, uh, congratulations. Thank you very much. We were able to sort of tack it on, and uh, thanks for having me here today, John. Cool. Thanks for uh, being here. Uh, today, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the competitive tactics that I've seen you using. Uh, you use a lot of competitive tactics, primarily in the automotive. You've worked uh, for Mazda, for Toyota and several other companies has been your, you know, brands that you've worked on. Correct. correct. Um, so can you tell us about competitive tactics, you know, what a little bit about it and how you use it to your advantage and the companies you work for? Yeah, so um, automotive, especially in North America, is, is tremendously vicious. Uh, it's automotive search, especially, is very, very competitive and very cluttered marketplace. So. Uh, dating a couple of years ago, uh, we, we really started discovering that we needed to differentiate ourselves within that competitive space and um, really concentrate our efforts. If we're going to be spending the money in the competitive space for a Mazda to make up this market share that we need to uh, need to accumulate, we, uh, we really needed to be different and act different. And we were in this unique position where we sat right next to the creative shop and we sat with the media people and worked closely with the client who trusted us to sit down with a lot of their data. And and one of the tactics we utilized was actually creating dynamic and interesting comparison pages on a separate domain. Uh, It started off as uh, just for the Mazda 3, uh, and and you could see the example of Mazda3.ca to see how we utilize both first-party data and data we are seeing coming in from our competitive search campaigns to create a really interesting comparison between the main competitive models and what is, uh, and, and what Mazda's offer was and is offering with the with the Mazda 3. And what this allowed us to do is offer up really contextual and targeted ads uh, for in the search space. And as Google evolved and got more breadth into the uh, with you know remarketing for search, it allowed us to then take that in the next step further and and get further into what the consumer is looking for and comparing. Um, not just claims that all automakers have, but hard facts about the cars and and how they perform and what your driver is looking for. And it it really spoke through. You saw a lot of jumps by having these really rich ads comparing car one to car two and the benefits of it. You saw very big jumps in the competitive space in CTR, which means you're going to be getting a lot more clicks at at a cheaper price and get a lot more bang for your competitive dollar. Yeah, so now you speak a lot about data. What data points specifically are you looking towards? That's a really good question. So we looked at a a lot of different things. We looked at, from a first party perspective, so from the Mazda's actual data, where people are buying, where they need to sell sell cars, where they actually have inventory to sell. Yeah. But then also from our side of the data, what is generating? What what kind of uh, keywords are generating the conversions, the the build and price, the find a dealers? Yeah. Uh, and then from the actual search data, the raw search data, 
what um, what is our what are our key metrics like what is our click through rate looking like what is our what are our CPCs and benchmark that CPC so we can understand um, that what we're getting for our dollar yeah. is it actually converting down the line and and is it worth paying more for this because competitive can be very expensive so understanding that okay just because it's a fifteen dollar click or a twenty dollar click uh, if it's generating a seventy dollar test drive it's much better than paying five dollars for a click and generating a three hundred and fifty dollar test drive yeah so you're really mixing offline with online exactly so you're mixing how many cars are at a specific location how many people are coming in where they're coming in yeah. And then saying, all right, in that geographical region, this many people are searching for that online and seeing more of the behavior that's behind that, using that data to make better decisions. Exactly. Do, I, do I understand that correctly? You, you hit the nail on the head. So how can businesses like, you know, your local plumber or your local electrician, how can they make use of this to better make better decisions online? Um, I think... It's looking at what is valuable to you and looking, we, we, t we had to take personal inventory and when I say personal, like our, our business inventory, what was important to us? What key metrics were important to us? Did time on site mean something to us? Did yeah. they need to consume five or six pages before they converted and did a, did a building price? So your local, your local business, that becomes tremendously important because you can look what any advertiser is doing, look at, look at what they're doing and, and misinterpret what they were what they're doing and yeah. then you're going to be wasting your your actual dollars uh, and your your hard dollars that you're spending on whatever platform you choose so looking internally understanding how many times uh, does it take somebody to visit your site and how many return visits does it take to uh, get that person to fill out that form or to call you from your website so something like an independent tracking number understanding on your website when people come in through through paid search, yep. understanding how many times they need to visit before they actually dial that independent tracking number you have, uh, that becomes really important because then that gives you an idea of how many times you're going to need to hit these valuable keywords and it allows you to then potentially shrink your keywords and your targets to what is going to work. Yeah. And so understanding that that data you have understanding the, you know, I, I'm going to say it again, the, the visits, the amount of returning visits, the remarketing pixels that you might be collecting or the cookies you're collecting in your database, understanding sort of that critical mass to get to becomes tremendously important. Now, what metrics are they paying attention offline? Like, for example, Toyota. Toyota is a client. Um, what metrics are they collecting right now to help you make better decisions? I'm thinking of this more from a business perspective so that a business owner can think, you know, what metrics should I be paying attention to? As an electrician, you know, should I be asking every person, you know, how many times they visited our website before they did it? Or what, what metrics is, you know, some of the big brands collecting to help them understand better yeah. their customer? Yeah, no, that, that's, that's a good question and it gets sort of gets back to looking internally we what we do when we start talking about these with uh, these metrics with with our dealers and and the, the higher-ups the national advertisers we um, we need to look internally and, and understand what they're what the different tiers so in automotive advertising there's three different tiers there's national there's dealer networks yep. and then there's the actual individual dealers yeah so I think what dealers will look at is what is what probably um, 
what our what your listeners would look at the small business the medium-sized business what they'd be looking at so um what we look at and what we what we advise them to is the difference between what happens at the national and tier one and tier two and tier three and so that really sort of embodies it uh, and manifests in, in form fills yeah. that's a, that's a big thing people don't come to a big automaker to fill out forms yeah. they're coming to look at images they're coming to look at videos walk arounds uh, yeah, information they want to know everything want, yeah, about they it they want to know before they go into the dealer but when they get to the dealer they want to know how they're going to get in contact with them do you have the inventory um, for a Let's say, let's take a plumber. Does the plumber actually have time in the next six weeks to come and do the job? Something like your personal inventory of your time yep. would be something I would, if I'm trying to book a plumber, I want to know that the reviews that this plumber is getting are, are good, his customers are happy, his or her customers are happy, and is he going to actually have time to come and, come and visit me? Because obviously if I'm having a plumbing problem, I want to see somebody as quick as possible. So that would be one of the biggest lessons I would I would want to learn if I was starting up a new campaign yeah. and, and understand and then make sure my website answers as yeah. well. Now, how can I be more competitive about this? So I have my brand. How can I pay? Like, what do you recommend? You know, obviously pay attention to your, you know, competitors, but how do I do this? I mean, what do you recommend to really how, get that competitive edge? So um, I, I use a tool and um, one, of the, one of the new things we're starting to pioneer and, and look at is how we can use our, competitor, our competitors' momentum within the marketplace intelligently and targeted uh, to really focus in on, on specifically their high value SEO terms. So I use, I use a specific tool. Uh, like yeah. I, I, use, I use SEM Rush, okay. um, and, and they were, they are, they've given me a lot of access to, to look at this tool, and, and they give a lot of actual education when people sign up. Um, to how to leverage it and look at the competitors, look at your main competitors' top-ranking SEO terms, what's most valuable to them, and then the competitive levels within that. If there's, if you, if your competitor is actually generating 25% of their traffic from one keyword, but there's not a lot of competitors on that keyword, that's a really golden very oh, yeah. golden keyword that you can actually start spending a little bit of your competitive money on or spending a lot of your competitive money on because it's what his his or her uh, clients are looking for and it, it you don't have to go and blow out a huge keyword list yeah, yeah, yeah. you can focus in on these these tight sort of de these tight sections cross sections of their SEO traffic and you know as, as I mentioned before it's sort of vicious because you're cutting into their business because you want to take market share from them. Yeah. Any other tips you recommend? Um, ad copy. Really ad copy. getting down to the, the beautiful basics. And we work a lot with Google, and this is this is something they, they've pioneered and, and started looking into is, is the beautiful basics of what your ads are. About a year ago, last time I was at PubCon, um, just before just before I got up on stage, they, they made that announcement that the ad quality ranking is starting to change and it's going to be bringing in extensions. So over yeah. the last year, they've released some fantastic extensions, review extensions. If you have great reviews from a third-party site, these need to be brought into your ads and, and expanded brand keywords. If you want to avoid somebody else conquesting against your keywords, 
picking out your top SEO keywords, well, you need to buy those on AdWords as well and use these tools like extended headlines and uh, extended uh, actual extended site links and call out extensions. This ad copy, like the ad copy is, I think, the forgotten, almost ugly sister uh, within, uh, within search because people always concentrate on building out your keywords and making sure everything's very thematic, which is very important. Yeah. But your ad copy is that first impression. We we as we as marketing nerds sort of get bogged down in that minutia of always building out keywords and making sure it's the most relevant and get jacking up that quality score. Quality score is going to come if you have ads that speak to your consumer because they're going to click. Yeah. Now, if you had one tip, uh, we got about two minutes left, but sure. I want to hear one tip that you would give people that are starting out that need to do a little bit more, be a little bit more competitive out there, they're just being decimated by their competitor. How can they boost what they're doing online and truly start gaining some momentum? Um, utilize things like, utilize the tools that are, that are out there for you. Um, if you're using Google Analytics, make sure you're learning about the people who are coming to your website already. Uh, bring in, the, you know, there's simple code changes you can make to the, make to your site um, and add one line of code. So you can start finding out the interest categories that your visitors are actually visiting online and understand if somebody is a news junkie or a technophile coming to your website and they're consuming more pages and more uh, and converting more, then you want to start looking at areas you can access these and, and pay-per-click digital and display is becoming yeah. really effective in that in that area. Getting that branding out there can, can be really effective in both driving your remarketing, remarketing for search, and your overall digital campaigns and getting results and raising your brand awareness. And then you can get into that really fun competitive search stuff. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Ira. Again, John Rampton here with Marketing Nerds. We'll see you next time. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.